When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Friday! I think the whole building heard that. You uh, not just this office. I think it was the next office. I think the Dominion Lending Center next door heard that. Welcome to uh, the After Nine Podcast. (laughs) It's uh, we're coming to you live from one of the many studios that we use in a day. This is our podcast studio, and it's a glass sliding door to get into this. And yeah, like people's heads turned when you said that. Holy shit! You know what? I don't give a fuck because it's Friday. Maybe they were unsure. (laughs) One thumbs up from behind the cubicles. Okay, that's good. Uh, Welcome to the weekend, everybody. And I feel like we need this one. It's the last weekend of the first month of the year. And it's the one year anniversary of the Freedom Convoy. And Ottawa police say they're ready for anything. But they don't know how many people to expect. I don't either. I'd like to think that because the official one, the one that they were going to do in Winnipeg was canceled, that this was just over with and just going to be a memory from a year ago. I think that there's uh, people planning on going to Ottawa this weekend. Though. Really? Not as many as obviously what happened last year. No. And you'd be kind of crazy to park your car anywhere downtown Ottawa this weekend, because if you're parked and there's a protest, you're getting pinched real fucking quick. They're For just sure. going to take your car and tow it somewhere like Belleville and charge you a thousand dollars to get it out. <laughs> I, I really, I, I'd be careful if you're going to Ottawa this weekend, but I certainly do appreciate that people are angry and they do have a right to protest. If you're going to do it, please do it peacefully and please try and stay out of the news that I have to read on Monday. Cause I've got a lot more of it to do. We're uh, getting ready for Monday. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, Monday is the big Scott and Cat uh, syndication. Well, syndication, uh, simulcast, it depends on how you see it. But we are our show is officially, I mean, it's been syndicated on a couple of stations. But this is the first one that's going to be live on two stations at the same time. It's really cool how they're doing it's it. It's very cool. We, you know, and we've been involved behind the scenes. We'll tell you guys. We've been involved in lots of meetings. Like, as you can imagine, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. It's not like we just push one button and... Boom! We're on two stations, and it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Not the case. There's a lot of uh, a lot of things uh, in motion to do this, and we appreciate everybody so much hard work behind this at Chorus Entertainment to get this happening for Monday. But all of that said, yeah, I mean, we've been involved in so many meetings about it, and it's very cool the way that they're doing it. You don't need to know that much information. What you do need to know is if you do stream us on the FM show currently that we're on, 91.5 The Beat, maybe you're from out of range, though. That's the reason why you stream it. You can get us on 95.3, which is Energy 95.3, starting Monday. Same time, 5.30 to 9.30 every morning. Uh, We are so excited to be there. And I know that there's a lot of listeners that maybe listen to this podcast but don't get a chance to listen to us on radio because it isn't convenient for them to stream or whatever the case is for you. If that is uh, your story, you can get us now. So go ahead and set that. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but preset in your car or at home or whatever. Uh, 95.3 and you'll be able to get the show either station. Missed Connections is coming back on Monday. It is. It's coming back. So it's just after 8 a.m. if you want to listen to it in real time. 
Uh, and we're going to probably throw it on every Monday pod. I think that'll be our go-to. Makes sense. Yeah, why not? Uh, Dave is not here today. He's got boss shit going on. I think that we're keeping him too busy, right? <laughs> right now? Yeah. I was complaining about the amount of meetings and emails that I get copied on. His is like a hundred times worse than what we're oh, getting. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely is. Well, we're going to blow through a whole ton of different topics and a wide variety of subject matter here in this after nine. And let's strap in here about half an hour. Let's have a little bit of fun. I don't know if this is good news or bad news for you personally, but I feel like it's bad news for the employees. The end is near for Bed Bath & Beyond. They warned in a regulatory filing yesterday they've received a notice of default from their main lender, J.P. Morgan Chase. Shares of Bed Bath & Beyond plunged more than 20% on the news to just $2.56 ah. a share. They may have to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy Aww, protection. That's too bad. I mean, I don't like to hear that. You know, whether you like a store or not, it's sad to hear because you know that that means job losses and it's it's not good. We know the economy isn't the greatest. It is a good store, though. I actually really like Bed Bath & Beyond. Well, this is the thing. I like it. Every, everybody I know loves Bed Bath & Beyond. Do they just not go there? Like they love it, but don't shop there? Yeah. Because I'm wondering, th there's little corner stores that I've never once seen anybody ever go into that have been open for 20 years. Bed Bath & Beyond seems like it's packed all the time, and yet they're filing for Chapter 11. How yeah. does that happen? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, the only thing I can imagine is, you know, the case of a lot of a lot of these stores where uh, the online, you know, convenience of an Amazon or something takes effect. You know, because if I'm sitting there going, oh, I want, I want a fucking fruit bowl for my counter. I could go to Bed Bath & Beyond and I'll make a trip and I'll have some fun. But I could also just glance on Amazon and find exactly what I want and click the button. So I wonder if they're a, a victim of that. Um, for those who don't like to shop in person, or if it's maybe it's much more than, than we know. But I agree with you. Anytime I go there, and I do like the store, anytime I go there, it's quite busy, especially at Christmas time. I was, uh, at first when I heard this story, I thought, that's fucking dumb. It's no way that's actually happening. Now, now that it's over 3 billion views on TikTok, I feel like it's worth addressing. Home Depot dating is what one person pointed out was a great strategy if you're a single lady looking to meet, or guy, it doesn't matter. If you're single and looking to mingle, you go and hang out in Home Depot and you pretend like you don't know what the fuck you're doing or what you, you need or you need help. And inevitably, some guy, potential husband material, is going to come over and be your knight in shining armor. And that's like how you start the relationship. I don't know. I like, I love, hate this. Because I hate it because it's so, it sets you back knowing that people are going to go play the dumb game. Like, oh, I don't understand. Like, there's different heads to a screwdriver. Can you help me? I just don't under, what's a Phillips? What does that look like? I don't like the thought of like act dumb. Like, I hope that there's not a lot of that. But at the same time, I mean, I've, I've been to many a hardware store. My husband is a, a carpenter. And so he's in there a lot and I end up being there with him. And I will say, I mean, there's a lot of men who come into those areas, <laughs> contractors maybe, or they're just guys getting some stuff done around the house. And I could see why some people would think what a good spot. I like the fact that it's in person. I mean, that I give some, I do give some credit for because we need to meet people in person more now, right? A hundred percent. I've so, been saying that for a long time. We've yeah. lost the art of flirting and the art of courtship. Seeing someone, meeting them in person is so different and a much better vibe than connecting with somebody online. Yeah. So for that point, you're absolutely right. If you want to go and hook up, fine. 
I'm just kind of questioning the stereotypical nature of this hookup. But when we talked about it this morning on our FM radio show, somebody texted in a good point. It's no different than if a guy went and hung out at Sephora or a candle shop. If you want to meet women, you go where women are. If you want to meet men, you go where men are. Right, right. And at the, so at the candle shop, it'd be like, what do you think of this smell? Are you going to sniff this for me? Like, uh, maybe. There's so many more opportunities. That's why I get why the hardware store is a thing. Why is soy you, cost more? Yeah, I mean, there's... <laughs> Or can you help me pick something out for my mom? Like all that shit, right? That happens. It does happen. This is not new, by the way. It's just that TikTok, someone has picked up on this. And then millions of others who maybe didn't realize it are now realizing it. And depending on the age range, I could see this being a good option for a lot of different people. I'm not just talking people in their 20s, people in their 30s. I'm talking people in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Hell, we had someone text this morning to say, my mom should go to the hardware store. She's 63. And this is a, what a great idea this would be. And I thought, that's actually kind of cute. Like, that's adorable. If she saw, you know, a gentleman from across the aisle and asked for some help, if that's the way she wants to do it. And then they met that way. So I, I don't know. I don't hate it. Again, like, I don't love the concept of acting stupid. And I hope there's not a lot of that. But uh, if, the, if, the, if it's up for the taking and you're there and they're there, I say, why not shoot your shot? This really is low-hanging fruit. You're going to yeah. go right to the source. And, and I'll give you some new research out of the Netherlands. They've been studying this for a long time, and they say that during times of financial uncertainty, women are more attracted to rugged men, the likes of Jason Momoa or Chris Hemsworth. They say this look is defined by a sharper nose and chin, more angular jawbone, and higher cheekbones. However, under the same circumstances, men tend to be more attracted to women with tender faces like a Selena Gomez, featuring smoother lines and shadows and outer facial contours. In other words, when things are bad, we look for something very specific. Now, I tend to think that if you're looking for the more rugged guy, quote unquote, sure, you can go to Home Depot. But I'm also going to point out, I go to Home Depot all the time, and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about either. I'm really just happy to be out and looking around, and what did I go in there for? Oh, I need a a new uh, rig to fix my, my toilet that's leaking a little bit. I don't know what the hell that is. I'm going to go and ask somebody in an orange schmuck to tell me what, <laughs> how this shit works. So if you're looking to, to pick up at Home Depot, maybe you'll find the person of your dreams. But it's also possible you run into me. And that's not a good thing for anybody because then we're both going to end up with no clue what the hell we're doing. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the exact reason, right? I mean, having a handy person, whatever that means for you, that's a great thing. Like, that's great. But maybe that's not like really what the person's looking for. They're just looking for a person. And there happens to be a plenty of them that pop into that side. I'll give you a couple of tips because I have been in a lot of uh, many, many times go ahead to like the contractors, A, they're up early. So if this interests you, if this is piquing your interest and you're like, I could use a little going fishing for a gentleman thing this weekend. It really is kind of like fishing. Here's your tips. And it really is. Here's your tips. And this is, by the way, not, not just me talking. This is some text that we received. Contractors, single contractors and double check for the ring. Everybody, please be appropriate. <laughs> yeah. We're not trying double to steal anybody else's no, man. We're trying no. to find you a man. That's right. Double check for the ring. But anyway, contractors go early. That's a great tip that we got today. All the good contractors know you go early because you got your coffee with you. You get all your shit done. They're usually in the lumber area. So you know how you stare at like a Lowe's or a Home Depot, anything really. It's usually off to the right. For some reason, it's always off to the right. 
where there's that lumber section. And then there's that separate door that you can enter that way. If you are a contractor or anything, or you're whatever, you're doing renovations in your home, you can pull up the van and everything else. It's easy access for you. Fantastic. That's the area you want to go to. And you want to go early in the morning. And then if you want to look dumb, you can, or maybe you want to just hang out at the register and peruse the Gatorade and Glycemed that's at the, <laughs> that's at the front counter. Don't forget the cheap work <laughs> gloves, too. You can get a cheap pair of work gloves for like $4. That's right, right? Maybe you want to like fake peruse that. Whatever your goal, whatever your angle's totally fine. Want a square pencil? Check out this, the <laughs> checkout at Home Depot. But if you do it, doesn't it, roll away. Listen, if you do it, you have to tell us, though. That's the thing. You got to report back. I want to do our own study right here on the podcast. Do it, report back. And we don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a guy, you're a girl, who you're looking for. Maybe you're a guy looking for a girl. Maybe you're thinking, oh, well, if the chicks are there looking, I'm fucking going. Great. Oh, this works both ways. Totally. It works both ways. Go and please report back because I'm dying to know how that goes. I might go and just watch. I was going to say. Like, I might just go watch. Home Depot might be lit this weekend. I think so, too. I, I, I think I found my plans tomorrow morning. How did that never occur to people before? I don't know. Maybe I think differently, but... If I'm single and I want to meet women, we know there's different places you can go. You could go to a bar. Okay, well, let's just be honest. If you go to a club, you're going to meet a 20-something, and and if that's what you're looking for, great. That's not the the spot that I'm in in my life right now. Where do I go? Uh, maybe a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Indigo. Places like right. that. Sephora. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you got to go where the women are. So it makes sense, ladies, that you go where the guys are. You know, I... It's true. I always try to put myself in that position too. Like if I was single at this age, I'm not, of course, I'm not going to try to meet anyone at a club. Uh, but they, some people say grocery, it's all those other places don't sound as good as, as a, as like a home improvement style store, any, any of the like, right. No matter what it is, because you think about grocery store, right? Some people say meet someone at a grocery store. Now, man, the grocery stores are kind of weird now. I find like people are Walking around pissed off, first of all, because they're paying through the roof for everything. $8 for broccoli. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Everyone walks around looking like everyone else has germs because they do. You just want to get in, you get your food, you pay your bill, even though you hate to do it, and you you get the heck out. I don't know if as many people are going to the grocery store. So if this is our new, if this is the new spot for singles, and like I said, the age ranges are there. You could be 60 walking through the door. You could be 20 walking through the door. Well, I don't know how many 20-year-olds, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I think that it's a big age range that's going to be there. I think there's a good chance you might have nice conversation. If you walk around with a coffee, it lets people know that you're there to take your time. I think that's a good thing to do or tea or whatever. And just peruse and go see what... Go get laid this weekend and start it at the Home Depot. (laughs) You go do you and them. You can do it. We can help. (laughs) Is that Home Depot or is that Lowe's? I forget. In, in any case, we're wingman and you're right here yeah, on the pod. I love it. Right I think here. that's great. Um, you mentioned that your husband's uh, a carpenter and that you've been dragged many a time to the hardware stores. Sure. What's that like as the wife of a carpenter? Because they go through a lot yeah. of wood. I mean, not oh. just the first piece is going to do. Like, I'm okay with the big stores. Like, I've been to Lowe's a million times, Home Depot a million times. There's other stuff for me to look at, and especially around Christmas time. I love it. It's terrible, though, because I spend money, because I'm over here looking at Christmas stuff while he's doing his thing and measuring stuff and all that other stuff that they do over there on the other side. But I, if you know what, it, it's the places that sell, like, the gadgets and the small things. I fucking, he knows I hate it. I listen, and this is not a rip on the store, which is a great store, and I know it's a popular one, and people love it. But I fucking hate Lee Valley so much. 
I fucking hate that store. There is nothing more. You know how many times I've sat outside that store? Because I don't even want to go in it. Like at this point, I'm just like, I don't want to look at hinges anymore. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm finished looking at hooks. Don't care. Don't give a shit. I don't even want to walk around there and look at knobs. I don't want, I'm standing out here. I will, people watch the people going in and out of it before I even step foot in that store. And again, it's not against the store itself. It has everything you need. Lee Valley, your home improvement super store. I don't even know what it is, but there you go. A little tagline for you. But I, I hate it. There's, so those little stores I hate more. I don't mind like the home improvement ones. The problem I run into is if we all go together to those stores, to the Lowe's, to Home Depot, um, those are the two I can think of that we go to the most anyway. When he takes his time looking at the wood and looking at the wood, and I'm going, what do you, just pick a piece of wood. No, it's not that. Oh, and if you suggest that it's the, all the same, like pick that piece of wood, what does it matter? Oh, fuck, don't do that. <laughs> This warped take a look and then and then he'll make me like get down on my knees to take a look at the wood to show me nope see how it's already going like this and you got to do that and this one has gr- you can't do th- what do you mean you can't do cedar we have to do cedar for this are you like I, I it's an education for sure but I've been through it I've been through it and I appreciate he knows it and it is sexy so I understand if people want to hit on it I find it attractive I get turned on by his education of wood by his wood i really do (laughs) i think it's sexy i love it but i don't question it anymore i know better i know to go to other areas of the store it is pretty amazing for anybody who's got a partner how much you get dragged into their world completely inadvertently so my girlfriend for example works in education right I get dragged to fucking socials, <laughs> mixers, and, you know, little yeah. things like, oh, fuck, it's parent-teacher interview time. So for some reason, I have to do everything around the house for a week. And, you know, she might as well just get a hotel room when it's time to read all the report cards for the school because she's way too fucking busy and there's yeah. just no time to get anything done. She you might can't prefer even talk it. to her. She might prefer to get a hotel room at those times of the year, too. So Actually, I might even can... recommend that because she's uh, a yeah. lot easier to deal with when it's not report card time. But we get sucked into that world. I have no idea how to educate a child or to figure out if somebody needs a IEP or any of that shit. I have no idea. And to be honest, I don't really care. But we get sucked into these things that our partners do. Sure. Likewise, she doesn't want to go and stand at a fucking electronic store that's having a big Boxing Day blowout while I broadcast live for four hours. So you really have, you got to be supportive, but you should probably... Know your limit and stay in your lane. Support it, but not too involved is key. And you just remind, when you said that, you just reminded me. I worked with this guy in radio a long time ago. I'm not naming names. His wife did not work in radio. Never a day in her life. But she got sucked in too much to the point where she showed up at the fucking studio. I'll tell you who it is after. Okay. She showed up to the, it wasn't here, many years ago. She showed up to the studio to talk to the boss about how she thought that the station should be programmed. What? She doesn't fucking work in radio. Oh. What do you get? Go. Go back to your job. You don't work here. Using that logic, I should call Stephen Lecce because there's a few things that need to be fixed. <laughs> now, that's fair, though, because you're paying for that. That's true, too. She, you know what I mean? <laughs> She's not. She's not paying anyone's salary around here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> that's great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Uh, while we're talking careers, let's have some fun with this. New research. It was a poll and it was a simple one. They just want to know, what's your dream job? Not what you went to school for. Not what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Not what uh, uh, you've done in the past and left. What's your dream job Ooh. that you could go to every day and feel fulfilled and and like you've got a good purpose in life, earn the money you need, and just in general, be complete? Your dream job. They asked people in Canada, the UK, the US, Australia, and Papua New Guinea. Oh, wow. The number one dream job is pilot. Dream job? I feel like that would be way too stressful. Really? I hear you say that, and I'm like, no, that's a lot of responsibility. I want something that's just a touch of responsibility. You have a lot of responsibility. I couldn't kill someone, though. I'm not going to sit here in front of a microphone and kill someone. A pilot? That's a lot of responsibility. It is. I think a lot of people look at the... um the great upsides to a lot of careers. People, for example, will look at us as broadcasters and say, oh, fuck, that's great. They, they get to talk to celebrities and go to concerts and all that sort of stuff. That's a very tiny portion of what we do, but it gets glamorized for certain angles. For pilots, a lot of people think, what a great way to travel the world for free. And I hang out with an entourage of hot like flight that. attendants and yada, yada, yada. In reality, the pilot lifestyle, as good as it probably is, There's a lot of downside, too. The downside being a lot of paperwork, a lot of waiting, a lot of fucking around, a lot of shuttle buses to a hotel, wake up, Mm -hmm. jet lag, oh, now we got to fly back, Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff. I mean, there's downside to every job. I feel like pilot downside isn't well known. So my neighbor is a pilot. Um, and he works for a smaller, uh, I'll just say it's Flair because I don't know if you're going to be able to pinpoint who it is. So he works for Flair and he, he's one of those people who does have it made, like have it made as a pilot. Cause if you wanted to be picky about being a pilot, you're absolutely right. You can't be picky. You can't go in there and be like, okay, cool. I only want to fly from nine to five, Monday to Friday. Great. It doesn't happen like that. You're off on a Saturday or a Sunday. His schedule's fantastic. He never has to do overnights. He's uh, one of the pilots that just does the Canada to Canada flights. He's done within the day. Every now and again, he might take an evening or something or takes on something extra, but he really is like a Monday to Friday, nine to five full-time pilot. And it's he's probably one of very few, but I think you're right. People look at those pluses and positives to the job or badass, hey, I'd love to tell people I'm a pilot. There's so much more. I feel like it would be so stressful though. I really do. I, I know what you know what you're doing. It doesn't seem stressful to you. But from an outside perspective, looking in when I've never even sat in a cockpit before. See, I, I sit in front of a lot of buttons doing what we do. We both do. Again, none of those buttons are going to kill anyone. <laughs> like none of the wrong buttons are going to kill anybody if I push them. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I find that I find that surprising, honestly. There really is something neat about. When you talk about your uh, your day, at the end of the day, how was your day? Oh, it was fine. You know, we did the podcast and we had the radio show and good. That's basically all I've got every day. A pilot can be like, oh, it was pretty good. It was in the Dominican for a couple hours and then I, uh, and I had lunch in Miami and quick layover and now I'm home. It's pretty cool that you can just, oh, today I went to Cuba and back twice. That's your day. Oh, that's neat. Like, I mean, oh, for sure. Like those, all those parts of the job are neat. I just more think about the job more so than the other perks that go along with it. Like, that's what I do every day. It is totally cool. And I'm so glad there's so many people that are 
that are willing to train. And it is a lot of training to become a pilot too. And if you're willing to put in the work, then you're going to do the job and that's great. And we trust them, right? It's just all that, all that on my shoulders. Uh Uh-uh, it wouldn't be my number one. Number two is writer. Hey, newsflash, anybody can be a writer. Right. You don't need to say, (laughs) I'm a writer now and create a home office just for writing and set hours. Like anybody can write anytime. I don't know why that would be a dream job. Yeah, I... that's a good that's a good point. I don't know why that would be a dream job either. I hope that people I hope that if you do think of that as a dream job, you're actually writing. How many of those people just said that but they've never done it? Like they've never sat down to write something. It's true. And I think more people should write something. Write a memoir. Write a memoir. When you get to a certain point in your life, do it. Even if you're not planning to publish it, just do it. Start there cuz you never know what could happen. Professional dancer is number 3. I feel like that would have uh, probably more upside than down. I think A lot of time so. in the gym. Yeah, you you would be fit. You're absolutely right. So that's one of those jobs where just naturally, always, you'd be fit. And you'd be surrounded by fit, beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe touring, though, and things like that, some travel involved. That might, that might make people interested, too, being a dancer, because you do get a lot of travel out of that. Number four is YouTuber. This is okay. fairly new. I mean, that, okay. that's not even really a job. Very few oh, people. They make a lot of money, though. The ones who, who are successful. Right. But there's two ways to do it. You can basically be an entrepreneur and have a really good idea and build your channel from the content that you create. Or to technically be a professional YouTuber, you could get hired by a company and you're going to be our YouTube representative and you're going to be like our company spokesperson online. Not a lot of people get hired to do that. I feel like if you can come up with content on your own and just create a channel and organically get big, that's probably the better way to do it. It's just, can you make a career out of it? Very few people are making a good living out of it. There are people who do, though. I will say, honestly, with this whole TikTok circuit and doing what I've been doing, I have met up with a couple of people who have great YouTube channels and millions and millions of subscribers. Their endorsement deals that they get is really where they make the money. You can make $100,000 with an endorsement deal and it's only like for a couple of months and then you might get your next endorsement deal. Again, you have to you have to work for it though because you got to build those views, right? You got to show that you got a solid audience, a loyal audience that wants to listen to your makeup tutorial videos or your reviews on video games or whatever the hell it is you're doing. You have to know what you're doing and actually have a passion for it. And then the money will come after that. So that's a job that takes a lot of work behind the scenes before you really make it and all of a sudden just be able to create a life from it. The number five dream job is entrepreneur, followed by actor, followed by influencer at number seven. These never used to be careers. It's interesting now that they are, but they never used to be. Yeah, yeah. Good work if you can get it. Programmer, number eight, followed by singer and in the top 10 for the first time in years. Teacher. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad to hear I'm guessing they didn't ask in Ontario because it seems very, very, (laughs) very uh, volatile. In I like, Ontario. I so like hearing though when people when when young children even whatever it is like think about wanting to be an educator because it's so important that we have a lot of people want to do that and I'm not trying to downplay anything else on that list but I think about the importance of of good educators and we need them we really need them above like think about all those jobs that you just listed that we actually need versus what just happens to make money right and that kind of makes me sad to think about good educators we need. You know, uh, but good pilots, we need. There's a few on that list that I'm like, yeah, we absolutely need that. 
Number 11 is an interesting one. They just today announced the lineup for the Veld Music Festival. It happens every summer oh, in Toronto. I didn't. Oh, I missed that announcement. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Above and Beyond. Oh, cool. They're great. Zed. Uh, oh. Tiesto's back. Fuck, this could have been the lineup from when we were there. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Not a lot's changed. No. Uh, DJ is number 11. That's an interesting one because... I know that it's got a real glamorous side to it. Like, yeah, I got the headphones on and everybody's bouncing around. Let the beat drop. Let's take just a quick look at the downside. Number one, you're going to be deaf by the time you're 40. <laughs> you're going to be. I don't know a single DJ that doesn't have their headphones cranked at all times, even just being in those big loud rooms or at those festivals yes. with that thump and bass. Yes. You're going to go deaf. On top of that, how many drinks can you drink? How much party can you party? Tiesto, for example, sometimes he'll do two shows in one day. He did that last year. He did a show in Montreal during the day and then a show at night in Toronto that night. Mm -hmm. And he flies around on a private jet. Cool. He's making millions. Cool. But at what point do you, every time you walk into a new venue, you're probably thinking, oh, fuck, here we go. Another gig. Yeah, I'm going to play the exact same set I just played a few hours ago. But it's new for the people who are there. If they're one of the lucky ones who just wants to meet you or get on stage for a song. They're buying you shots and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. At what point do you say, just fuck off. I just want to do this set and get out of here. But you have to be on all the time. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, yeah, you make a you make an absolute killing doing that job for sure. I think well, we Tiesto all know. Does. Tiesto, Calvin Harris, you know, all the, all the Deadmas, all, all the big names are going to make good money for those festivals. So I see the allure with that. I feel like for me, if I had to, if I had to mention another con that you didn't mention, it's trying to stay away from that party lifestyle, get yeah. away from the drugs, uh, you know, stay mm -hmm. away from that. Because I think it, once you're in, once you're around certain people and you're doing that and you're trying to stay awake late at night and you are up late at night and your lifestyle's different, you're surrounded by some different people. And I feel like that would be a fear for me if I had like a child that wanted to get into it, like stay away from certain things, right? Blogger is number 12, followed by doctor, then professor, then flight attendant, firefighter, judge, lawyer, and psychologist. Hey, huh. if you're interested in getting into psychology, I don't know if it's a good or a bad job, but I can tell you you're going to make a fortune mm -hmm. because there's such a shortage of them and the government is pumping so much money into it, you're probably going to get very, very wealthy very, very quickly. That's a... That's a a category I would I probably would put up there for me Th is something in therapy or um, in psychology I find it fascinating I find it fascinating I'm not educated on it but I feel like I would do well in it couple of more quick things because we are basically at time here um, tonight's going to be a crazy one in America particularly in the state of Tennessee five fired Memphis police officers who have now been charged with second-degree murder and aggravated kidnapping and other charges in the killing of a 29-year-old named Tyree Nichols. Remember that name, mm -hmm. Tyree Nichols. Mm -hmm. they, some people are speculating that name will become as, as common as George Floyd. So this 29-year-old, a black motorist, father, and FedEx worker, died in hospital three days after he had a confrontation with police on January 7th. It was a traffic stop that got caught on tape. Now, I haven't seen the tape. Nobody has. It won't be out until after 7 o'clock tonight. But America is bracing for riots and protests and more. And frankly, I think everybody should be outraged at this. Video of the traffic stop is going to get released. 
It shows the officers savagely beating this 29-year-old for three full minutes. A relentless beatdown of this kid. And that, sorry, I shouldn't say kid. He's 29. He eventually died in hospital three days after the encounter. Did he have a weapon on him or something? This is what we don't know. Yeah, like what's missing here? And I don't know if you pointed out, but for those, it was all the officers that were involved were also black, correct? That's right. We have a black victim and five black police officers. Right, okay. I I know that the video is going to be out. I don't know if I, I don't want to, like I feel like I don't want to watch any of them. I know it's important for the trial for those people involved to watch it, but no matter what way you look at it, right, or what the person did, I know people are going to be watching this video. Like, does it, can you handle watching those videos? It's an hour long. Oh, shit. Like, like I, you, I, you see the three-minute beating, but there's lead up to it, and then there's the stuff that happens oh, afterwards. Oh, wow, really? As I understand it, he tried to flee. And I, okay. I, I just, I don't understand that. And I'm not casting judgment either way, but if a cop says to do something, whether you agree with them or not, right. whether it's right or wrong, you sort it out afterwards at the police station or with the right. judge. That's not the time to run or to resist or whatever, because I just don't think it's going to end up well for you, the person who's being accused or is being placed in custody. So as far as I know, he tried to run. What else was involved? I don't know. And mm-hmm. most people don't. Okay. But after seven o'clock tonight, we'll find out exactly what happened in this video. And by all accounts, the video is so graphic and so hard to watch oh, that you might not make it through it at all anyway. Why do they release them then to the public? Well, like, why don't they just make it a part of, of whatever ne- proceedings need to happen and then leave it leave it under lock and key? Why? We need a transparent police force. We need to be able to okay. say that we're holding them to account and everything they do is recorded on camera and if there's ever questions about how they've conducted themselves, then the public will be able to see the video. I understand that. It's just, I can't think of a single reason that you needed to beat somebody for three minutes like this. It, it's... Horrible what happened to this poor man. Uh, Let's do an update on a story that actually happened a couple of years ago. A Colorado baker who won a partial Supreme Court victory after refusing to make a gay couple's wedding cake because of his Christian faith has now lost an appeal in the latest legal fight. The Colorado Court of Appeals ruled that the birthday cake that Autumn Scardina tried to order from Jack Phillips and the Masterpiece Cake Shop to celebrate a gender transition was not a form of speech. It ruled state law that makes it illegal to refuse to provide services to people based on race, religion, or sexual orientation does not violate a business owner's right to practice or express their religion. Hmm. How long are we going to be fighting over this? And I'll be honest with you, I... uh, I'm not going to try and speak for this guy because I don't know much about his faith, but I will say anybody in business should be happy to get business. If someone wants to spend money in your store, take the fucking money. Who cares what they do in their bedroom? Who cares what lifestyle they yeah. lead? They're no there one's to hurting buy- them, right? Like that's like for me, it's like they're not hurting anybody. Like so, why do you really care? Yeah, make the cake. It's so silly to me that stuff like this has to occupy so much of society's time and conversation when it should be a no-brainer. Let's cut it back to the basics. You have a business. You're in business to sell a product or service. Doesn't matter who it is that comes through the door. Sell them the product or service. That's what you're there for. That's not the time to take a principled stance and say, I don't make gay cakes. I mean, it's a little different if they want something weird on it. If they say, I want a cake with... with Three boobs and two dicks on it. 
Okay, well, maybe you can say, you know what? I don't make bo- I don't make cakes with dicks or boobs. I don't boots. make booby or dick cake. So sorry, I'm not going to do that. But other than that, who gives a shit? Take the money and, yeah. and stop being a shithead about dumb stuff. Honestly, this is a no-brainer to me. They want to spend money. They're entrusting you and your business to provide a service. Give them the damn service. Who cares about anything else? I don't know why this is so hard and why it had to go to the Supreme Court mm-hmm. and then an appellate court after that. Very, very frustrating. Ah, oh, fuck, we're at time. I could go for another hour today. All right, everybody, we're going to roll. We have a uh, lot to do in preparation for Monday, but thanks for listening to this episode of After 9. Monday, again, you can hear the Scott and Cat Show simulcast from Kitchener on 91.5 The Beat, 91.5 FM, all across from London to Whitby on Energy 95.3. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. I love their, I love their line. I've always loved that line. Welcome to the party. We should make it a party. Well, we will. We're going to invite a lot of people, by the way, too. So Everyone's invited. You're one of them. Monday morning, 5.30 till 9.30, all across Southern Ontario, the Scott and Cat Show, simulcast on the Beat and Energy 95.3. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, friends. The bill was just introduced in Congress that would ban TikTok in the U.S. Good idea. Without TikTok, the only way China can spy on us is through our phones, fridges, and smart toasters. <laughs> The Transportation Department has announced that it is in the early stages of its investigation into Southwest Airlines' handling of flight cancellations during last month's holiday season and should be done by the time everyone makes it home. There's a new dating trend where people are going to Home Depot to meet other singles. It's exciting because you actually have a better chance of finding love than an employee. Hello? Hello? Authorities in Connecticut are looking for a thief who recently stole two designer bags and a hairless cat. Or as the thief believed, three designer bags. <laughs> the After 9 podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it.